Hey, Survivor. Welcome to episode 26 of the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Today, we're going to sharpen your discernment and help you determine if you need to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic person. Now, I know how hard it is to figure out who's real and who's fake when it comes to narcissistic abuse. So that's why I've put together six things to look for when vetting people in your life. Now, Vetting isn't about putting people through the ringer just for fun. It's about protecting your peace. So if you're ready to reduce your relationship risk, grab your notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax. This time's for you. I remember my jaw dropping after learning that a local TV producer paid, say, 15 bucks to run a background check on the alleged murderer who had duped her, me, and an entire community here in Phoenix. Fraud, domestic violence, and indicators of a double life were brought to light, and boy, did I feel stupid, and I'm smart. After learning this hard lesson and doing some trauma healing, I came up with six red flags to look for and listen to that helped me to protect my peace when other shady people showed their true colors. Number one, criminal activity. You want to find out if the person that you're dealing with, regardless of the nature of the relationship, has a criminal history. You do not want to get blindsided or be found guilty by association, even if it's just kind of a judgment thing, not literally found guilty in a court of law, but be judged by other people or perceived as being associated with that kind of activity because you didn't take the time to figure out who and what you were dealing with up front before fully engaging. A background check or even a Google search sometimes can be your best friend and can unearth things that you want to know up front before you get in over your head. Number two, fraud. Whether it's intended or negligent, narcissists can be very deceptive and you want to know that the person that you're dealing with or that you're considering engaging with, whether it's for professional or personal purposes, is who they say they are. And the truth of the matter is that narcissists live a lie as a lifestyle. They'll present a false self or character, and they'll tell another lie to cover up the lie that they previously told you. So ask questions, lots of them, in rapid fire succession, preferably. And you may find that your new fake friend will fumble and fold in the process. Number three, 
Negative behaviors such as lying, rage, even discarding behaviors can be telltale signs of who and what you're dealing with. And you're looking for a pattern of behavior over time with you and others. Now, this could be out of desperation. It could be that the narcissist's needs are not getting met and they are in a panic mode and maybe they're ashamed, too ashamed to tell you the truth about who and what you're dealing with and what's going on with them, what has happened to them. And in doing so, acting out can become a substitute for clear uh, communication. So ask for receipts, ask for references, and observe their reactions, especially when you say no. Number four, funny money. You want to know how the person that you are dealing with is with money. Narcissists are notoriously bad with money, and you do not want to get tethered to someone who has funny money or is really reckless with finances. Watch for economic excuses, pocket watching, begging to borrow with the promise of paying back, but that never happens. Number five, drug use. You want to know that the person you're dealing with is clean and sober, that they're not indulging or engaging in substance use or abuse. And this can be an unhealthy coping mechanism that fuels the chaos and catastrophe in a narcissistic or toxic individual's life. Know the signs of substance abuse and the substances that are currently out there in the streets. What was popular in terms of substances when you were younger or back in your heyday may not be what's popular now. It's ever-changing and ever-evolving. So you want to be up to speed on what's out there, what's being circulated, what are people using and to escape or to numb out or to check out. Your local police department may be able to help with that in terms of educating you as to what they're seeing out in the streets. Or if you have children, their elementary or high school may do a presentation or have someone do a presentation on substances to educate the student population and families, and you may be able to sit in on that and learn about what's happening in the world of drugs and substance abuse and the statistics and what's happening with kids and all of that, but also just in general to give you an idea of what's going on out there. Number six, risky business. You definitely want to go in eyes wide open before engaging in any kind of professional partnership or business arrangement with anyone and You want to be wary of people who have any kind of shady dealings or practices who are unethical or unlawful in the way they go about doing things. Maybe they've gotten some bad reviews or feedback because they have a current business or practice that they are engaging in. And these are things that can give you an indicator as to whether or not you want to proceed with any kind of partnership or collaboration, which is really huge right now, especially with online business being such a big thing. Now, I know that this may sound a little extra, may seem like a lot. How do you feel about this? 
Are you unwilling? Do you feel like, "Ah, I don't really want to know? Ask yourself why or why not? And consider the following. Any pre-programmed messages from your childhood like, well, we all make mistakes or nobody's perfect. Also cognitive dissonance. You know, when your mind's at war, when you're not achieving what you believe in or what you've been told or sold by a person in order to enter or stay in a relationship. Now, let's review the six things to look for when vetting the people in your life. Number one, criminal activity. Number two, fraud. Number three, negative behaviors. Number four, funny money. Number five, drug use. Number six, risky business. Prioritizing healthy relationships is key to your well-being, mind, body, and spirit, and should be part of your lifestyle and your longevity plan. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.